is just a star, mate. Clearly on top for me. Arcadia Queen is running on. 200 to go. Russian Camelot has a race. Arcadia Queen coming at Russian Camelot. Russian Camelot, Arcadia Queen. Arcadia Queen first look at 2000 is going to turn over Russian Camelot. Arcadia Queen elected a quarter Russian Camelot. I remember watching it back thinking, this bike might be pretty smart, I reckon. Nivana Hood, but the autumn sun goes for the lead at the 200 metres, puts up a length and a half, two lengths, Vasilator, and extends the autumn sun, three or four lengths in front, a serious racehorse, the autumn sun, blazes in spring, burns in six lengths. of the second again racing podcast you know who i am and you know who i'm joined by i'm nick this is jacko how are you happy easter mate long weekend coming up you're on your best behavior today though mate aren't you why is that because we've got a special guest here we do have a special guest in the room today special guest hovering so <laughs> ned's missus is here and she has got the eye on ned so he's going to be on his best behavior no swearing no derogatory it'll be very very pg today nah, it's always pg isn't it Always, mate. Always. We, we look after all our listeners, mate. We cater to everyone. And we know that I get away with it too, because there's just no chance that she'll be listening. No. No. Like she's, she's already here. Yeah. She's already She's here and yeah. she won't be listening. So. On your um, question of the week I've mm. got for you. Okay. John Jones. <laughs> Do you mind if I ask this? I just want to discuss it for a moment. John Jones. So we're talking about a 240 pound absolute animal. Is it 240? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. He's 240. For anyone that doesn't know, he's the best UFC fighter of all time um, in many people's books. My question is, how much money would it take for you to stand (laughs) toe-to-toe with the great man and just cop what you have to cop? Like, I'm talking kicks, punches. You don't know what's coming? How much money? (laughs) It's interesting. I'd I'd take a mill, right? You're doing a mill. That's the base, right? And what I'd try to do is take the Cyril Garn route. Right, so I'd, I'd faint. I'd do a few level changes. I'd throw a couple of faint jabs, and then I'd just present the neck and hope I get choked out and tap out. That's the easy way. Out. It is. It is. But the other route, the fork in the road, is <laughs> I'm gonna present the neck, and a fly knee comes through, and and you know I've got the front row of teeth in the front row of the, <laughs> where, where the ring where the ring girls are. <laughs> I reckon it's a pretty good story, mm. you know, to be able to say, oh look, I fought John Jones for a million bucks. Mm. Mm. I reckon I'm probably two though, two mil. Okay. Like, does a million actually change your life anymore? It, it might. Well, after tax, it might just cover the medical expenses if he gets <laughs> if he really gets hold of you. So, yeah. Right. Um, should we cover the weekend a little bit? What just happened? Or? Let's rip the band aid. Okay, so just want a moment of silence, obviously. First, um, the weekend was a clean out. Simple as that. Well, track. Let's track. let's talk yep, about this sorry. fucking track first. Like, yep. before we get into the actual races. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. It rained for honestly about an hour, Ned. Yeah. There wasn't a whole, you know, heap of rain during the week. 57 minutes. The caveat is as well on top of that, Renwick's had three weeks off. Mm. It's been the Rose Hill Golden Slipper Carnival the whole way through. So what was happening? I'll, I'll get to that. What was happening? We know, we know exactly what was going on. <laughs> the hoses were out. <laughs> Bondi Fire Brigade was there. The hoses were out, Ned. Because we went from soft five, soft six, and we're thinking, okay, we're going to get a half decent day of racing. After race one, you, you hear the communication from Chad Schofield, who won the first. It's going to be heavy. And straight away, heavy nine, bang. Alarm bells. And then it's just the same shit that we went through the last 12 months with, you know, just a non-betting prospect, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you see some of the results that came through. Not knocking any of the winners on the weekend. They were prepared by their trainers to the minute, obviously. But really, it just becomes a non-betting prospect, unfortunately. 
You've got to... I think you need to start a petition for these sprinklers. You know what I mean? Well, like see, we, we've got to get a petition going because well, it's an issue. If the petition fails, I've, I've mentioned it on the potty before, Ned. My sister um, is studying across the road at University of New South Wales. Yep. Every tutorial she comes in, one sprinkler's <laughs> going to come out. Mm. Simple as that. And we're just going to chip away, chip away. It's her role. We hope you can play it. I might see, because I'm parking in the infield this Saturday, I might just have a look around and see if there's any around. Kick a few out on the way through. <laughs> you didn't go on the weekend or you did? No, but this weekend I'll be there, mate. Probably lucky you didn't go out there. Yeah. Could have been, yeah. Could have been even worse. Catastrophic. It was um, black, but could have been even worse. Let's chat. Uh, first race, let's go Derby. Mm. Let's go that direction. Oh, so God. Major Bill wins at 40s. Oh, God. Um, I'll say this for you. You tipped one at 35 to 1, and I think it might have been bigger when you actually tipped it. Maybe a little bit bigger, but not much. It okay. doesn't matter when they're that big. You liked it. I did not like it, but I thought, <laughs> you know, you're going a bit mad here. You weren't going mad at all. Let me specify before I get into this. It was tipped and backed, Ned. Tipped and hit. So it's, yeah, not just backed, hit. I will say $5 the place. I'm taking that every day of the week. Mm-hmm. But this is the punt, right? You identify <laughs> a horse, $35 to one. You tip it on a Thursday night, Friday night, you're confident, right? Not yep. many times a horse comes around at that price and you're confident. I'm watching the race. Preble's out the back. I'm going, okay, that's that's fine. We, we're on the superior state. It doesn't matter. He's gone back to last. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We start looping the field. We get on the back of Menzoy's. I'm going, okay, well, this is ideal. Like, Menzoy's will take us in the race. Not a winning chance, but it'll take us in. <laughs> we start to loop everything. I'm going, okay, here we go. We've gone past all the back markers. We're on. Cleared out the rest of the field. There's one horse on the inside net, 50 to 1. Yep. You know who trains it? You know who. Waterhouse and Bot. Of course. The tough. The tough with assistance, and the assistance <laughs> kicked in with a hundred to go. My thing starts to paddle, just boxes on for second. But mm. um, look, all respect to the winner. That's the pun, isn't it? it you know. Is. But I've I've gone each way, so I've, I've made a little bit back on the race, and that's how it goes. And I'll, I'll live to fight another day, mate. I had a little play sharp and smart. The place ended up getting a dollar eighty five, which I thought was ridiculous, and it ran fourth. So we've had second and fourth yeah. there, which is nice. Well, he was a good run too, and Bowman said that. Um, his wheels were spinning a little bit in, okay. in the wet deck. I know he gets through it, but just not really his go. I wouldn't be hopping off sharp and smart. No. Um, Brightside won the Doncaster in ridiculous fashion. I, th- I think we thought the horse was probably the, the a big chance to win the race. 55 and a half kilos seemed like a re- like really well in for a horse that had won the race previously. And then all-star mile win was fantastic. But Mr. Brightside, Zach Purton... Little combination there. Pretty mm. handy. Mm. Thought it was really good. The horse is just an absolute marvel. What about the prize money that this horse has picked oh, up? No. Back-to-back Doncasters with an all-star mile in between. Pretty just handy. unbelievable. And taking on the best horses in the country and Cox Plates in between. So mm. what an absolute thrill for the owners and trainers. And well done to the to the Hayes boys. But Zach Purton, just the ultimate ride. Isn't Freak. He? He's just like, he's come over and shown who's boss. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, the feature races... And he's not on the favourites most of the time. Either. Like, his win on Communist comes to mind as well. Yeah. Only here for a short stint, he's just dominated. So, way too good. The run of my Oberon, the oh. horse that's definitely looking for heavy decks now, we can we can see that, was pretty poor um, in the All-Star Mile only a week before and just bounced back once it got its toe into the ground. So, um, really happy with its run. But Mr. Brightside, just an absolute marvel. What was shaping up to be race of the day was the TJ Smith. And, look, it was. Like, yeah. these these... The horses that they assembled for this in this field was just fantastic, and it ended up being a super race. Nature Strip wasn't too bad back in fourth. I think in terms of where he's at, I think he's still where we think. He's just probably not at his best anymore, 
but still competitive at the top level, obviously. Yep. Mazu was fantastic. I know you bagged him, but he no, was very good. Heavy deck. Even in this field, he comes into play. Yeah. When we spoke about it on Thursday, Friday night, we've done form for a soft five, soft six. I don't think he's up to him on that. As soon as it becomes a heavy deck, Mazu comes right into play. Yeah. Big run. Um, Giga kick in second. That was obviously my bet, and I'm assuming you had a play as well. Yes. But, <laughs> you know, we spoke about that on, on the podcast for the preview. We said... What what price is he at the Thursday night? Dollar ninety five or something. The place he got out to two sixty two seventy. Yeah. The place and you smashed it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's about the smart punting at the end of the day, and you realise, hey, it's probably not a high confidence play anymore with the way the track was playing. Let's just have the place on side, even at two dollars forty two, whatever the, the place price was, depending on what you got. Exceptional price, but the winner net. Oh, I wish I win. Didn't it win? Saw him sort of starting to wind up at the four hundred. Then I thought. Not sure if he's going to get there, and then he just finds another. He's special. This, this horse is unbelievable. It's he's unbelievable. Like, can they beat him in this all age stakes? Start, Zaki's back first up. Like, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Like, this horse is just airborne. It does it over fifteen hundred, fourteen hundred, twelve. Ran super in the Lightning first up over a thousand. Like, not many horses can yeah. do that, especially at the shorter sprinting trips. He's just a freak. Handles the dry. Handles the soft, handles bottomless tracks. It's, it's had less than 15 starts. Yes, there's no holes in this horse. Yeah. There? There's absolutely no holes. And you see the way Moody talks about it and Nolan as well. They are not. They don't want to mention black caviar, but they just, they, they, they're just they showing resemblances. Yeah. And they're just giving little hints as they go, like, this one's pretty special. So he's a freak talent. I was hoping that Giga Kick got the, you know, got the win in the end, but he actually didn't have a whole lot of luck. If you go back and watch the yeah. full replay for Giga Kick, he was in a bumping duel for the first four to six hundred meters mm. and still finished off the way he did. So he's up there, but it's definitely between those two now and the rest gotta step up. Um it was a ripper weekend. Mm. And that was day one. Day two this week, we're both heading out there, which will be good fun. Um, should we go through these races? Let's rip in. I think we should. Um, you want to talk about the rail and the track? Because I want to make sure that we nail that. Jacko, okay. rail me. So <laughs> Rail plus four, Ned. was true last week, but look, it's all about the track. I don't think the rail positioning is going to have too much impact on what transpires on Saturday. It's all going to be about how is this track going to yep. hold up. There's going to be a bit of wear and tear, where a horse is going to get to, and, and are the jockeys reading the track well enough. So there's a fair bit of gambling going involved. Heavy eight, they're reporting at the moment, Ned. So, what's what, that mean? What does it What does it really mean? If we get showers again, say tonight, and it's back in the heavy nine range, can we get an upgrade again tomorrow? I don't mm. think so. Yep. I think I think we're just going to stick with the heavy at absolute best case scenario. We're heavy eight. Okay. Um, that's it. There's no more rain. Race five, we'll kick it off there. So we've got twelve hundred meters. We've got the Arrowfield three-year-old sprint. We've got Aft Cabin top of the market, dollar ninety-five. Zoo Tigers four eighty. Cote is there at tens with Wee Nessie. Economics is 11s. Lady Laguna is $15. Dashing Legend 23s with a very special horse. Sacred, Sacred Satono is 31s. And that special horse that I mentioned, we talk about that big fella a couple of times, you know. We, we speak about him most podcast episodes. But, Jackson, I want to give you the floor here. Uh, you can, you know, you can do the speed map and stuff, but then I want you to just touch on the big fella. Okay. Swiss Exile, how's he going? All right. Well, firstly, he's going super, mate. He's going super. The map... Zoo Tiger's going to roll forward with Lady Laguna on the quick backup. They're probably the first two in running. I think we, we can whip across and potentially sit one out, one back. With economics, provided they leave well, is probably going to be in that box seat on the fence. Aft Cabin's going to need to leave well as well because there's not many natural leaders in this race, mm. but there is pace though. Horses that do like to inject themselves in the race. So if he's not um, fast enough out of the gates, he could find himself back last, yep. which may not be the worst place to be with a heavy deck. So we'll wait to see what happens. He's going super net. 
He's going super, right? His first up run was six months off a throat operation. Still finished off the way he did. He tracked into the race like he was going to win. This mm-hmm. is the Derby Munro three weeks ago. And just tanked out over the last 150 metres, which was always the concern off a massive break. Yep. And they went super fast. The time in that race was quicker than the Golden Slipper and the 1,200 metre race that Zapatea won on the same day. So super form. I know Opal Ridge has come out on the weekend. She didn't have any luck at all. So don't read too much into that form line. She's still stuck on pretty well. So I'm happy to take that form line going in. And you look at the prices, Ned. So we've beaten Economics home last time. Economics is half our price. We were first up there, fourth up. It's interesting. Um, the other ones in the market, Dashing Legend around our same mark and Cote as well. I can't understand why these horses are half our cloak. Mm. So I think it's absolute value. The top two are going to be extremely hard to beat in Arth Cabin and Zoo Tiger. Yeah. They're 12, 14, 16, had the trial in between and come back to 12 now. So they've sort of mirrored each other this prep. The only knocks you can find for those two um, is, is their grand final already come and gone? It's weird preparation. It's the only thing. And the mile back to the 1200, it's going to be a really good training performance, but both very classy horses. So immense respect. And half cabin, I, I just keep taking my mind back to that win he had on that uh, Caulfield Guineas prelude day in the wet, but it was like a bog track and they called the races off just after that race and he spaced them. So I just keep coming back to that race and, and thinking, geez, it, this horse is going to be super hard to beat if it stays in the heavy range. I think $2 is justified in the race. Um, his 600 to the 200 <clears throat> across 1,600 metres was unbelievable the other day. Yeah. So I think he'll go really well. Back to 1,200 seems to be his sort of distance. I think he's going to be hard to beat, but good luck with Swiss. Yeah, mate, I've been <clears throat> saying to the uh, owners in the WhatsApp group, they're going to have to drag me out of that fucking winner's room <laughs> if, if he gets up. They're going to have to drag me out. He, he was super, though, first up. Can we just... T- he was really, oh. really good. Like, he showed plenty. He, absolutely. I thought, <clears throat> honestly thought he was going to win when he trucked up to him and checked off Spacewalk's heels at the 200. But it was expected. You know, they were looking for a 1,000 meter, 1,100 um, race to kick him off. Mm-hmm. So the last 100 meters is always going to be a concern. But he's back, mate. So watch out for him late. Uh, race 6, 2400, it's our first group one of the day, it's the Australian Oaks. Pavitra, top of the market, 330, Fireburns, 550, Arts is there off a nice win last start, $6. Penny Wecker is $7, Pirosa is $9, Polygon, 16, Soul Choice, 19s. So Dazzling is 21s with Premise at 26, Byron Bell, 35s, Mountain Guest is 61, Jolted there at 67s with Frankie's Me Dad, Stormy Witness and Phase Angels, gee whiz, 150s. Another vintage uh, edition of the Oaks. Now, the fillies in, in the middle yeah. distance ranks are just... Can you be honest with me? How many of these horses have you actually heard of? Oh, the top five or six in yeah. the market. Like, Arts is a good winner last week. This thing that come up from New Zealand, Penny Whacker. Yeah. And the rest are just coming behind the Pavitra form lines yeah. and Prowess. It's just sad. Like, look, it's it's it, you're right. It's sad. The only other horse in there that is of note is Fireburn, mm. the Golden Slipper winner. But she's just been a little bit... She's been there. She's there, but she's playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she can bounce back here, but she's just too short for minus six dollars. I can't believe it. As far as the map goes, Ned, Soul Choice, our new favourite horse, is going to boot forward. We love the Soul. Pavitra, just to sit on the outside, and those two look to control it. Mountain Guest, and I don't know what they're going to do with this Penny Wecker with Damien Lane, um, the New Zealand horse, coming up. I just don't know how positive they're going to be. You'd hope that they can whip across and maybe sit fifth or sixth in running um, Mm. with Jolter, the other one, not too far away. Pavitra's a starting point for me, Ned. Yep. I feel like she's got a lot of the horses that have come through her form lines well and truly covered. Mile 2,000 up to 2,400. I don't think there's any concerns because she's frank at this trip. Yeah. She's got that second behind She's Extreme in the Oaks last prep. So the only concern for her, she maps beautifully, the only concern for her is the wet deck. 
Because yep. I've had a, a look back through that wet track form. She was, you know, seven and a half lengths obviously got you in the flight stakes and her maiden at uh, Grafton or somewhere like that, I can't remember, was a, another pretty average run. Over some unfavorable trips though, so that's the caveat. Does okay. she actually get through it? That's the big question. So that being the case, I do want to find a saver. Mm-hmm. I think it's this horse coming up from New Zealand, mate. Pennywecker. Yeah, the NZ Oaks winner. Frosty's booked, won very, very easily. The, the jockey's standing up in the stirrups with you know three lengths and daylight in second. <laughs> so it was a, a pretty smart win. And again, another horse that's franked over this trip at 2,400. A lot of the field is having a look at this trip for the first time. Yep. So that's the big question mark. And you're adding the element of the heavy deck. It's going to be a slugfest. So I think Pavitra is the one on top of the speed. You have it back there and Pennywecker to flash home with Frosty aboard. I think Pavitra is the correct price here. I, I, I like Pavitra a lot. Um, couple lengths behind Prowess. Look, you'd, you'd rather see one or two lengths. Three and a half is always a bit of a stretch to say a good form line, but I think it's the best form line that's coming to this race. So I think Pavitra is the one. You know what's interesting with Fireburn? Like she won a slipper yep. over 1,200, yep. and she's now next season or two seasons on. Yep. Running over 2,400, and it looks like she will probably get 2,400. Well, you look at She's Extreme, who ran in the Slipper, who ran in all those yeah. sprint races, the, the Champagne, the Sires, running all those races, and then went and won an Oaks easily at mm. that. So the very, very smart fillies can do it, and I think the main reason they're keeping her in the market is the heavy track. Hope Soul Choice goes well as well. Big <laughs> shout out to it. We love it. Um, race seven, it's the Sydney Cup. It's over 3,200 metres. Gee whiz. Talk about races that, again, you, you might not be able to get through at the moment, Jacko. Bloody hell. Tough going, mate. I reckon you would. I reckon you would. <laughs> Cleveland, top of the market, 460. King Frankel's there at 480. Gold Trip, cup winner, $7.50. Arapaho is $12. Baron Samity, 13s with high emotion. Surefire, after a win last weekend, is $14. Knight's Order is 15s. Nerve Not Verb is there as well. Stockman, 23s. Explosive Jack, 27s. Timor, 34s. Sir Lucan, 41s. Amade is 51s with Alakahan at 60s. Pesto, 81s. Selino, 101s. And True Marvel, oh, must like the movies, 200s. Mm. You seen the new John Wick? Not my thing. Yeah, okay. I'm not an action movie yeah, guy. I'm holding off for the moment. Talk, just, what's with the hold off? What well, I just we... think it's rinse and repeat. Okay, you know, yeah. it's, it's the same thing, and Keanu Reeves doesn't offer much, I think. He just sort of... Oh, hang let, on. Let, let, let me, let hang me just on. finish the thought. <laughs> let me finish the thought. Okay. He's a good actor. I just feel like he just whacks blokes and keeps moving on. Mm, excellent. You don't get much out of it. That's no. all I'm saying. Point Break's one of my favourite movies of yeah, all time, and he stars in it. Anyway, Break's back solid. to those 600 kilo animals. Back to what we're actually fucking here. Yep. Um, Knight's Order goes forward. Mm-hmm. Here to defend its crown, Ned. And we know what happened last time with that heavy deck, so... We had a play. Are we going to see a repeat? That's a big question. Potentially. I think they're going to back him as well. He's at $15 at the moment. I think they're going to come for him. This stable's flying too. Stable's flying. Heavy track form. It's going to lead by itself. Sir Lucan to roll forward. I think Maren used this a positive from there. King Frankel, Tyler Schiller's got some redemption to be had here. Come on, Tyler. Come on, mate. You can do it because I think he would have liked to have his time again last time. Yep. He just went a little bit too early, set them alight at the 600, and the horse still had plenty to give with 200 to go, but just faded on the run. So that'll top him off beautifully for this. I think he's a big chance. And Nerve Not Verve, also with heavy form as well, was drawn towards the inside going forward. Gold Trip, Cleveland, the two horses that are probably the, the highest profile runners, they're both getting back, so... Yeah. Big question mark is, are these horses going to be able to make up ground? Mm-hmm. Normally over 3,200, the best stayer wins, as long as they can get through the ground. So let's just wait and see what happens. But I touched on it before, Ned. King Frankel, the whole prep just feels like it's been shaped up to this. He started first up over 1,900. He's a superstar stayer. 
Union's only got a few weeks left here before he heads, mm-hmm. you know, over to Hong Kong. His name's not on any of these horses anymore. Yep. Tyler Schillen knows that he probably made the mistake last time of going way too early. He'll sit nice and pretty, probably one at one back, maps beautifully. I think the six dollars six fifty is acceptable at the moment. He gets through the heavy very well. I just I, there's very little holes with him there. Yep. There's very little holes, so I think he's a definite bet, and you can go each way at that price as well. And I do not want to discount a Rapaho. I'm not going to say that that win in the Tancred was a fluke. Yep. Gets no weight on on the top of that because it was exempt. Um, stays at fifty three. Rachel King to back up, drawn nicely, and Bjorn Baker's prepared this thing beautifully, yep. so you can't discount. Um, he's frank to the trip, so he's the saver at the thirteen dollar mark. I reckon a couple of weeks ago we said King Frankel was a Sydney Cup horse. So, mate, in the futures, absolutely. Yeah. And this is this is a big chance. This Have thing. to follow up. Well backed, eight and a four eighty. Um, I think fifty kilos is very very well in. Obviously, a lot of these getting quite light, but he's definitely well in at fifty kilos. I think he's, I think thirty two hundred. He he gets it with ease as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's got that overseas form where he's getting up towards these trips, and I think the big advantage for him is that wet deck. He just mm. seems to thrive in it. For sure. I like King Frankel. I'm going to have something on high emotion. I tipped it um, It's in its last run. I thought, fantastic. They had the blinkers on there. That was behind Shawfire and Gin Martini. Yep. Um, gate 19 sucks a bit, but yeah, you got 3200 to figure it out. So come on, Robbie, just do something for us there. $13.51 kilos. Wet deck really likes the heavy, I think, over the odds at 13s. But sh- it, it, it's shaping up to be a pretty even race. I think. I think this is the most open race on the card is in terms of the amount of chances. So if you're finding the winner here, you're probably having a very good day. 2,000 metres, this is the big one. Race yeah. 8, it's the Queen Elizabeth. We know what happened last year. It was one of the most fascinating races to watch. We had Nashville Willer coming down the outside fence where me and Jackson's hands were on our heads as we stood together, and he went straight past Zaki. Animo was in the next postcode my, trying to figure my out what was going was, on. was in my wallet trying to work out where everything went. Yeah, it was just went dust particles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bats flew out of me. Looking like the track's going to be sort of similar to last year as well, which is a little bit of a worry, but mm. let's go through this market. So we've got Dubai Honor. This is the first time in a while where Animo's been in a race and I haven't read his name first. Are we worried? Is, is there a concern that this thing could space him? I don't think he can space him. I th- I think he can beat him. Oh, he, he can certainly he can beat him. Definitely. Are we worried that with Animo gets his pants pulled down? Oh, I know that's a big call, but is there any concern? Look at the fucking win. We've got the replay up for for the listeners who, who don't get the visuals. We've got the replay up behind us. He has demolished, demolished a very very good field. Montefiore's gone to run second in the tank. We probably should have won the next start. Jeez, ratings through the roof too. Oh. That's first up. Oh, it's. It's it's very worrying. I just want to say as well, I'm pretty big on this, right? Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if Animo wins or loses because he's the shake owns him. Oh, I couldn't give a shit, right? I know he's representing Australia, but really, there's not one Aussie owner in him. <laughs> Old mates, it's two a.m. in the morning over there. He's just he's there with a the shisha hanging out, <laughs> right? He's, he's not he's not worried about Animo winning the Queen Elizabeth or anything. He probably doesn't even know. So I just want I want that specified before we rip in here. Dubai Honor is top of the market, 240. Animo is 280. So there you go. There's that first time we've seen that in a while. But you still don't get a price. Cascadian off his Australian Cup win is $10. Unicorn Lion from Japan is 12s. Montefilia 17s. Mwanga 23s. Alan Kerr is 41s with Zarek and El Patroness. Numerian's also that price, $41. He's a shocker, 61. Protagonist, $81. And Gear Up, gee whiz, 101. 
Numerian and Old Patroness roll forward from two and three. Gear up for Nisham um, will probably sit just outside them. Surprised you didn't say gear up for uh, Gay and Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, actually, I better double check the trainers there. That, they don't want to be too obvious, do they? No, nah, I think they might train it, but they just do it under the name of okay, Annabelle. Moving on. Um, Animo goes forward as well. J-Mac's got to be positive though, doesn't he? He can't muck about yeah. from, from uh, gate eight. It's a bit of a sticky barrier um, towards the middle. So if he gets squeezed out, who knows where he's going to end up there. Zarek's probably going to whip across from that outside barrier as well and find themselves uh, just forward of midfield. <sighs> this is scary. I've got, to, I've got to take a big exhale there before I rip in. It's just awful. I just want to touch on Animo first, right? Oh, I just want to touch you're on You're about to No, up. no. I'm just going to be nice and frank and keep it. Keep this concise as I can. Okay, all right. Excited. Excited. The thing about Animo, mm-hmm. you watch him and you think oh, he's three wide. I'm talking about last prep, uh, last start. He's three wide. Uh, what's happening here? Does J Mac? What, what's going on? He's he's going to get run down here. He just does enough to win. Yeah. The horse finds something with fifty, a hundred to go, and just does enough to win, yeah. and still wins by length in the end. Mm, so who knows that he, he doesn't have more up his up his sleeve. It feels like he does when he wins. It feels like he, even the Cox Plate win. Oh, it's, it, he always does enough to win no matter what trip he's at, no matter what field he's in. So that's what I'll say there. Mm-hmm. I just want to finish the Animo thought. We know what he's done with his campaign. I love how James Cummings has just stepped him up for 2000 for the first time this prep. Yep. Whereas when he had that failure last time out in that, that feature race at Flemington, they've changed it every year, the stakes race. Yes, the, the Emirates. Emirates, whatever they call it these champion days. stakes. He'd already had those couple of runs of the 2000 before, including the Cox Plate. So yep. he had enough, right? This is the first look at 2000 this prep. So I love the sense of timing from Cummings. If it was a dry deck, I'm on anime. Okay. I'm just too scared of this to buy on a thing then. The time was through the roof. Oh. It was first up. The only thing that this horse can potentially have a chink in its armour is second up flatness off a massive peak figure run first up. But if, Ned, if this thing elevates, forget about it, yeah. forget about the rest of the field. If it elevates off what it did first up, you can forget about it. Could be a gap job. It's done. Tom Marquand booked. Obviously, Ryan Moore gave it an absolute peach, but it didn't matter where he positioned yeah. him last time. Tom Marquand's booked. Um, he's just one of the most powerful riders as well. The the horse's style is going to suit Marquin to the absolute. When you team. watch that replay, it just oh, looks like Marquin. It looks exactly like a Dave. Oh. A Dave. And the horse looks like an absolute line chaser. He was not worried about being five lengths in front. I'm going to switch off. He attacked that fucking line. Yeah. So, and that was over two thousand as well. So he's staying at the trip. I just I don't see how this horse is not going to be right hard in the finish. My question to you, Ned, from a betting side. Yeah. You got one two eighty. You got one two fifty. Why not back both? If they're the only two chances, why not just take a bit, move on? If you're really worried. Yeah, you can do it mathematically. Yeah, have a hundred on on uh, Dubai. I have a hundred on Animo. You either get two eighty back or you get two fifty back. It's not the dumbest thing. That's all I'm saying. Because if there's only two chances, why not just back both? If you're really really scared of each other, back both and move the fuck on and mm. try and make try and make the bigger cash elsewhere. Yeah, because it's printing cash. I don't see how anything else in the in the field is going to beat them. Yeah, Quinella will pay a dollar six. So could pay a dollar nine. There you go. The horse that I've got in for the third slot, Ned, which I think where a lot of the interest will come in, is Numerian. Okay. Horse just bombs forward. He's super tough. He's so honest. He was a big run in that Australian Cup. Took an enormous win from Cascadian to run him down after Mellon got the split. But they're going to roll forward and control here. I don't see too much pressure on it. It's got the heavy uh, form on the board as well. So that's the horse at around 50s that I think can slot in for that third spot. Oh, I don't think I need to do too much more. I actually do like to buy honour. Mm-hmm. I, I think wet deck, 
the way it hit the line first up, I just think if it, if this horse progresses in any manner, I don't see how Animo gets to him. But that's not discrediting Animo. He can he's a freak. He's a superstar. I love him a bit, but I just don't know if he's quite up to this thing. This is looks like a special horse. I want to give a little push to El Patroness for a place chance. I thought in that Australian Cup was seriously unlucky. We watched that replay before. Mm. Really unlucky behind Cascadian and was sort of... It just never really had a crack at him and was really hard held. Ended up finishing a couple of lengths off, but I thought it, it, there was a lot of merit in a run that looks like it finished ninth. So yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm definitely going to have something on small. If you're playing trifectas, don't leave it out, I think. It would definitely be a big chance yeah. of running a place. One of those hidden runs, wasn't it, where yeah. you, you can call up looking at the winner and then she's in there absolutely hammering home. So good sectionals through the line for her. Queen of the Turf, it's race nine, 1,600 metres. We've got alcohol-free, J-Mac and Gay and Adrian, 330 top of the market. Cirielo Miss is $7. Fangirl's there at 750 Levante from New Zealand, 850 Hoping Your Heart is 850 as well. Hinge, 16s with a tissue. Statements there at $21 with Pride of Jenny. Roots, 27s. Purple Pay is 41s. Times Square, 51s. Exolita is 61s. Mirror Vision, 67. Fine Point, 71. Promise of Success, 81. Dynasties is 101. Bring the Ransom and More Secrets, both 120. Pride of Jenny is going to go forward and ensure that this is a pretty hot tempo here. Uh, Mirror Vision and Cyrilo and Miss are the other two as well. Cyrilo and Miss is just absolutely airborne, this prep. She's flying, just isn't she? Low flying. So keep a very, very close eye on her. Franked on heavy decks as well. Mm. Hinge just cannot draw a barrier. Same with Fangirl. Both of them, they just cannot draw a fucking barrier. Been stitched up. It's unbelievable. Hinge between the two of them has the wet track form, so you'd think that Waller's definitely leaving her in. The communication with Fangirl being on the backup after the Donny, she was a good run, but just the wheels were spinning. Yep. If it stays in the heavy range, I believe they're going to scratch. Okay. So, so I don't, they should. Yeah, so they should. She's done enough this prep, and maybe there's one more in the, in the tank maybe uh, next week. So Fangirl, I'm expecting to come out. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Ned, I need to start on this alcohol-free. I know I, I bar up over these UK imports that come over. I know I do it a fair bit. I've done it with success, and I've done it the other way as well. So yeah. I'll put my hand up and say it. <laughs> the only concerns with this horse, Ned, it's first up for a long break. It's three-quarters of a year almost for this horse. The trial was superb, though. Just scrubbed up, and, and you know, J-Mac just scrubbed it up through the through the trial and, and rode it beautifully. Yeah. Um, and the Waterhouse have got hold of it. The Waterhouse Empire. And bot. Mbot, they've got hold of it, so uh, we know what uh, occurs in there. So Common theme, yeah. Common theme. I think we can make a bit of cash off this horse if it's right and ready to go first up. The trial suggests to me that it is. Yep. It's got form around Bayeed, who's the top-rated horse in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, just an absolute superb run behind it last time. Got held up in a bit of traffic. They were hard up on the fence, and the horse could not get out. Once she did check off heels, she was very, very good through the line. And the three and a half length margin was a little bit unfair to her in the end. So I think you can forgive her for that run. And there's no buy-ins in this field by any stretch of the imagination. Just want to make mention, alcohol-free knocked off Artorias in the July Cup as well, I believe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, and we know what he's done since he's come back. So yeah. if you're looking for some Australian form lines to match it up with, he's knocked, she, this uh, alcohol-free has knocked off one of our in-form horses yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, Levante for me, I think $8.50 is a nice price. I thought the George Ryder run was fantastic. Came to the outside, looked like the winner for a long way out. That's obviously Animo and Fangirl in front of her. Mm. her. So I thought getting up to 1600 is probably right at her peak, but soft track record, 13 starts for 11 wins. Yep. So there's no doubt that sting out of the ground is not going to be an issue. Yep. Gee, she was good, I thought, in the George Ryder. And this is the swan song for her, Ned. Yeah. This is it. This right. is her last run. So she's off to the paddock after this um, to be a broodmare, so... 
She's had a fantastic career. She's picked up Group 1s down in New Zealand. She's a new market handicap place mm. horse as well, so we can't forget about that. How she's going to go up to the mile is, is the question mark for yeah, me, but she's, she's got that wet track form, and she finished off really nicely behind some of the best in the country, so that's a definite saver for me. Race 10, final race at Randwick is 1,200 metres. It's the Sapphire Stakes. We've got Zapateo, top of the market, 245. Never Talks, 850 with Hypothetical. Expat is there at $10. Princess Grace is 11s with Kiku and Juan Diva. Sky Command, $19. Jar Lay is 21s. Jump the Broom, 41s with Dalcini. Night of Romance is 61s with Nikki's Fling. Fumiko is 91s, Oakfield Arrow, and I See Things is $151. Flying through these, Ned. I can't even load the speed maps up. You've already just launched through them. Flying, mate. No Red Bulls either. It's, it's that time of year, mate. You are airborne. I think I've just had a few good runs. Yeah. In, uh... Talk about Cyril I miss, mate. You are low <laughs> flying. It's the wet tracks. <laughs> it's the wet tracks. <laughs> Expat goes forward, a horse that does like the wet track, but has just not put in a good run for mm. I don't know how long now. So we'll see how it goes. Sky Command, Hypothetical, the other two that are going forward. Night of Romance and Jump the Broom are the other two that are drawn wide out. This is obviously a big field. I'm still expecting a few to come out, so mm-hmm. we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, and Zapateo, it's very interesting to see where they get to from there. Short? Yeah, short, short, but it's got the runs on the board, Ned, and it, it beat some of this field last time out comprehensively first up. So, you know, it's the J-Mac tax factor again, of course. as always. Blue so jacket. We, we always have to account for that. Yeah, and as you say, the blue jackets, but... She's a starting point. She's a freak mare. Um, last time on a heavy deck, she's beaten uh, Chain of Lightning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is the form that you want coming yeah. in. Chain of Lightning's gone around in some of the hottest sprint races. They don't try and overdo her. They keep her at these sort of lower level. They don't step her up group one, high level group two races. She's a dead set listed group three. Horse. They know where she sits and they get her in these set weights. They get her in nicely. And that's why we get the price in the end because Cummings has just placed this thing to absolute perfection. Yep. Um, it's all about where J-Mate gets to uh, from that white barrier. But we've seen her do this on the last of the day. They get way off the track. She comes around them and just bombs them. So I am expecting that to happen on the weekend. I think she's the main bet and she's the dig out for me. Saber Ned comes out of the same race as Jarlay. I've got a little bit of time for this horse. You do. Had the win first up. Looked like it was going to check off heels <clears> and go back to the fence and win again second up in that Zapatero race. Um, but just sort of got a little bit tight for room and was still good through the line. So obviously respecting Zapateo is the main bet, but Jarlay, the market's absolutely missed at $21. That's the saver in the KO for the last. I'm going to have something on Never Talk. Horse goes good in the wet. Second up record is, is handy enough, and I thought $8.50 seemed over the odds. First up run, a little bit plain, let's be honest, three and a half lengths behind the winner, but I thought nice little trial in between and comes into this second up, 54 kilos and a wet deck, which we know I really like. So thought Never Talk would be a big chance, and I just 240 for Zapateo. I don't think I could take 240. Yeah, definitely. Not a noted first up performer. It's got a couple of wins first up, but not for a little while. Um, so, you know, second up, expect big improvement. Randwick, good luck to Swiss, mate. It's yeah, unbelievable. Thanks, Keen mate. to be out there with you. Hopefully, we're having a few beers celebrating. Hopefully. <laughs> um, we're going to cover two races in Melbourne as well. There's some really handy races, actually, to be honest, that we're going to cover. So, race seven and race eight of the two we're going to do. What's the rail doing there, Jackson? Have we, are you going to be able to rail me here? Yeah, or? I'll rail you anytime you want, mate. So, <laughs> rail, rail is true. Rail is true at Sandown. Um, as true as the statement you just said. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Um, so Rail True Ned, it, it's had a bit of a break as well with Flemington um, getting a good go and, and Muni Valley over the last few weeks. So um, it's obviously replacing Caulfield uh, for a lot of this season. So yeah. it's it's raced relatively well, I thought, both the lakeside and the hillside. So sure. I've been pretty happy with with the way it's raced and happy to have a play out there. You know, we got Bendigo last week, so let's let's have a play in Melbourne. Why not? 
there's a lot of jockeys that are going without food for this race. We're talking a lot of 54 kilo horses. Let's let's touch on that. The especially the Melbourne jockey ranks, mm. the cupboards are just bare. Absolutely bare. Yeah. You've got injuries. It's also the Sydney Carnival, so a lot of the top line jockeys have come across. And then you add in all these guys going down, having these bad falls. Who's left? Yeah. Well, I'm looking through it. You've got Jai, Ollie, Jordan Childs, and then that's really it, mate. And then who he play for? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What's next? Oh, anyway. So, but look, gives an opportunity to these yep. young up and coming jockeys, yep. which is exciting. But I think just while we're still on it, I think an interesting point that Glenn Boss made during the week, he's sort of playing for all the weights to go up three or four kilos. Mm. And he thinks that that's going to, that will allow jockeys to not be so fatigued when they're riding. They're already riding five times a week because that's what the, that's what the business is asking of yep. these jockeys now. Even you look at McDonald, like he rides four times a week and he's definitely not short of a dinner feed. Like and, he, he, yeah. he's right for money. And not to mention track work, trials, mm. everything that goes in between and the travel. So the, it's an interesting point. You, you're just allowed to eat a little bit more food. Yeah. Surely your there's concentration no, There's no reason be why they can't do that. I don't know what the, the massive impact would Neither. be to racing. It's, it's the fucking handicappers that sit up there in their room, all the fossils up there. And they handicap these horses. That they want to keep the tradition of racing yeah. alive, basically. But something has to give it. Whether it's the minimum weights or the times that these uh, trials and track works are run at, the times these guys have to get up, the amount of races during the week, especially in New South Wales, where it's just super it's ridiculous. There's like multiple race cards every single day, so something has to give. It's funny how those the people that do the weights are sitting up there, probably having a beer and a meat pie while they decide yeah. whether someone should have fifty one kilos. Brandy and a single malt sculpt. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Beer, race seven, fourteen hundred. Clemenceau four forty. Ayrton five bucks. Cardinal Gem five fifty. Buffalo River is six with pinstriped at nine fifty. Lady of Honor is 12s, not an option is 15s. Frankie Pino's there at 20s. Callsign Mav, $47. Superium is 46 with Forbidden City. Von Gull, $51. And Typhoon <laughs> Harmony. Von Gull. Is that not right? It's an Italian word for, uh, how do I describe them? They're sort of mini clams. Like is it Von Gull? Von Gull. Von Gull. Sort of little Von mini, mini clams. Like the best way to describe it. Beautiful delicacy, mate. Absolutely beautiful. Mate. You oh, love it. Oh, mate. You love the culture. Outstanding. Uh, good on you, Ember. Um, Buffalo River's going forward here with Lady of Honor. Call sign Mav uh, whipping across. Clemenceau, beautiful barrier. McNeil on board, drawn towards the inside. Goes forward, probably sit in box seat. What are we doing with Ayrton, Ned? What are we doing with this horse? Are we off? It was super disappointing first half. I just I couldn't find anything um, vet checks-wise or anything like that to sort of forgive what's going on I just can't place him he's a, one day you think he's a group one horse the next he wouldn't win an 88 at Bansdale oh. so but then you, like you look at his his career he's got wins all over the place being good animals and too. we're just not catching him second do I wish I win maybe it's us maybe it's us Ned he'll probably come out and win by six <laughs> I'm not with him no I'm, I'm with Clemenceau Ned I love the Sydney form coming across it's, it's beautifully placed by the Hawks here um, I just feel like this horse is up to this level Buffalo River's the big danger for me going forward and looks to control it by itself. Um, 1400 is just its absolute wheelhouse, but I just think Clemenceau is going to park just off the speed. Drama Hill have give him absolutely every chance, and you'll see that Sydney form stand up. So I'm pretty happy with him. He's got form around Remark and, and horses like that over the sprint trip. So pretty happy to back up there. I'm back on board with Clemenceau now. I'll, go, I'll let him go around two or three times, and I think yep. he can get one on the board here, as long as Ayrton doesn't bring, bring his best, excuse me, 
the Red Bull just coming up. <laughs> they are peacemakers. As long as Ayrton does not turn up and bring his best net, because if he does, we know what happens. He's going to go straight past them. It's going to be a good night. I'll be crook. Um, look, I thought I liked a different horse. I've changed. Have you changed? Yeah, I've had to come back. Okay. You know what I do sometimes? I tip horses twice. Yep. They don't win, and yep. then I fall off them. They win. Mm. So I'm not letting that happen Stick this time. Stick to your guns, mate. Communist. I'm, I'm sure there's a million others. Yeah. Can we not? Can we not sorry, do that? Sorry, I'm sorry, man. It's all right, but fuck. You yeah, righto. Clemenso, I'm sticking fat. Super last start. I really liked him first up. Gave him a very good push. Couldn't couldn't stand up for me. Second up, I didn't have a play but liked him. I've got a stick here. Mm. 440, goes down south. Obviously, we've got... Uh, the Sydney form lines, as you mentioned, are fantastic, but I think actually the horse has a lot of talent. Getting to a good track, a nice big open track. Hopefully, he's not too far away. He's been... I think they're trying to figure out whereabouts in the run they actually want him. Where's the strongest th- placement for this horse to be in a run? Mm. Hopefully they figure it out. Clemenceau, we've got Jai McNeil on. I, I like that combination as well. So, going to have something on Clemenceau. Yeah, if we're going down, we're going down together, mate. We've got so, to go down oh, together. It's good to have you on board with me. Um, last race we're going to cover is over 2,100. It's the Easter Cup. White Marlins, top of the market, 290. Right you are. Gee whiz, have a look out for a picket fence. Both of them, to be mm, fair. Mm. White Marlin undefeated four starts, and Right You Are hasn't lost one in five. Luna Flair is nine fifty. Sparkle ten bucks. Fancy Man's there at twelves. Mankayan thirteen dollars. Barb Raider fourteens. Horrifying fifteen dollars. Then came So You See thirty four. <laughs> then came. It's like I was commentating. Kamora is forty six dollars. Captain Envious is forty six. Witches chart star sixty ones. Star Spangled Baby hundred and one. That's my first stuff up. No, which which a star? Tough word. Listen, if we're giving Darren Flindell passes for some of the shit that I hear on a Saturday, he's ruined some Group One calls this year. He's ruined the Group One call with Animo. Eight, 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 the the big, the big eight. eight. He's lost the plot, poor bugger. That's right. Sparkle (laughs) Sparkle goes forward with Barb Raider Ned. Star Spangled Baby towards the outside is going to whip forward. Mm. Right, you are to be positive from the inside barrier. Missed that run in the Australian Cup, so. Has that been a setback? Is that going to affect the horse? If not, it's going to be right thereabouts, mate. So yep. definite respect to it. But this horse, now, this white marlin, it's the unknown. It's the X factor. It's the elephant. It, it is the elephant. It's the big white marlin elephant in the room, mate. Isn't it just a suiting, fitting name? Yep. Beast of a thing. Loves a wet deck. The rain's coming there tomorrow. Um, we obviously saw what it did um, when it came down it in the Melbourne Cup Carnival and just destroyed them. Just Bomb. way too good set itself as one of the main chances in a Melbourne Cup later this year. So yep. they're resuming here. The trial was enormous. They rode it out 200 metres past the line there. They just kept riding him out. So that's definite intent for me. It's Waterhouse all, all day. Yep. All day, Ned, over the weekend. I, my my cash is going to be resting solely on their shoulders. So let's hope they've got the good stuff with them on the weekend and, and they've brought it with them. But White Marlin on top for me first up. The, the thing's a flying machine, and I love its its style. It's fucking galloping styles. Just just attacking. Oh, just a big, long stride, galloping thing. Love it. Love it too. I'm with it. 2100 first up is enough of an indication that this horse is ready to run through a brick wall. Mm. I'm with it. 290, I think that will be well and truly gone. I think they'll gravitate to it. There's a couple in the market there. Right you are. They love a picket fence, so mm. you, I wouldn't be surprised. And the other one's Luna Flair, who I think can be backed. She's just drawn white out, though, which is the concern. I hope they leave you know, White Marlin being first up around that $3 mark, because it's a bet. Now, that's the end for Sydney and Melbourne. That's the end. It's obviously a time of 
religious faith and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm not going to go down the path of <laughs> church and priests like I usually do. I'm not going yeah. to go that direction this yeah. week. But we need something. <laughs> now, I've got the shovel out and I've had a look. I've had a dig in the backyard this afternoon. What do you feel? I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I couldn't find anything. I went into the car. My yeah. car's often dirty yeah. and got stuff in it. I was sort of looking high and low and under some mats and in the boot and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything. But I know that you've got a very good eye for finding things. And that's what this podcast, it's what this country, it's mm. what we as people require from you. Can you give us a best Western? There's a lot resting on it, mate. I'm sorry. A lot resting on it. Top of the pops, I'll touch on the weekend, was enormous. Rattled home, mm. bounced back. So you can follow that horse going forward. It'll win its next start. Absolutely rattled home over 1,200. So, second again, we're aptly named, mate. Don't worry about that. We are definitely well named. This weekend, then, race six. Here we Daylight go. savings, so we're at 550. Um, all the races are done in Melbourne and, and Sydney by then. So, yep. it's still the dig out. Make mm-hmm. no mistakes about it. <laughs> Feature race on the card. W-A-T-C Derby. Ooh, group group two. two. Group two. Some nice horses. And a bit of Sydney form coming across. We ain't with the Sydney form, brother. We don't want that Sydney form. Don't worry form. about it. You can keep your Sydney form over there. <laughs> you can send your horse to a different time zone. We stick it solid, right? Number five, okay. she's fit. I'm starting to get into the process of backing up on horses that have been good to me, Ned. Right? You, you horses do. that try. Horses that want to put themselves into the race and they don't let the punters down. Yep, yep. This thing looked like it could have been caught wide last time out. Over 2,400, so it's staying at the trip. I love to see that. You know, I love that with my stage. Oh, I don't need love to rise in trip. Parnham Sticks, Gate 1. $3.50. Oh. Favourites coming over from that Tapple Doodle Doo race. <laughs> like, you're kidding me. Really? You're going to make that the favourite? Tapple Doodle Doo, Ned, <laughs> was the winner. <laughs> I, I, I hate knocking horses, but come on. Let's let's be fair, right? Mate, there's no Tapple Doodle Doo here. Ain't no Tapple Doodle Doos, but there's she's fit. <laughs> Drawn the pole, as I said, Parnham Sticks. He took the horse forward last time when he could have been snagged wide. Mm-hmm. The, the favourite, um, Admiration Express, who's in this field as well, came up outside it last time, where it's come out, actually. Even better, even better, mate. Come, come outside us last time out, and we just kicked away and just okay. broke hearts over 2,400. So staying at the trip, fully franked. Mate, this is the get out. Best Western is coming back. The best Western is back. Shovels down, car door shut. We've found it. She's been, we've, we've found ourselves a best Western. Time to bounce back, Jacko. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. You're heading out there on the weekend to see your big fella run? I will be seeing him run, Ned. I, I mentioned to you before the podcast, if there's any sniff of him winning... Mm. They're going to have to escort me. Two handlers are going to have to drag me out of that winner's room, mate. Let me tell you. We'll need a fucking wheelbarrow. Yeah. Um, I'll see you out there. See you there, mate. Good luck, punters. Good luck, punters. Happy Easter.